this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello everyone and welcome to an episode of Katie from the Crypt starring Katie and your co-host Daddy. Hello everybody, I'm Daddy. That's Katie. Mm-hmm. I can already tell we're in for a great episode because Katie is moody as heck. Mm. Yeah, she just rolled her eyes. She's in a very bad mood because this is Sunday evening and she has been up late every night this weekend and she has played and had friends over and she has not taken a nap and it shows. So my apologies in advance for the fact that I'm going to be carrying this episode while she's watching the dog roll around on the floor. (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we, we started off great because we were talking about the show. We're like, okay, do we want to talk about... We're going to talk about... Our main movie that we're, we're reviewing this week is what? Weird Fiction. Weird Fiction. We're talking about Weird Fiction, but we debated whether or not we wanted to also spend a little bit of time talking about the short film Cargo. There's a feature-length version with Martin Freeman that's going to be streaming on Netflix here, I think, like next week. And so we went ahead and watched the seven-minute short film, which I believe is going to be a lot better than the feature. But I think we might skip that. Maybe we'll watch the feature and then talk about the two, and then just and just give weird fiction its own day to day. You're nodding, but they can't hear that. You're just going to keep. She says, "How am I supposed to answer, sweet no, Jesus, folks?" I did not. Are there any parents out there that go through this with their nine-year-old daughters? It's not a, what I said. It's a hoot. We're talking about weird fiction. This is a student film by Fame Cinema. And if you've never heard of them, that's okay. Because neither is anybody else. But that's going to change in the future. Because this movie was solid. Mm, right? It's good. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah. I, I got it. I, I met uh, the producer is uh, Taylor, Taylor Rose. Ta- Taylor Rose is the like producer and he acts in a lot of it. And he put out a thing on Reddit that was like, hey, we've got the student film, we're looking for people. Anybody want to review it? Anybody want to watch it and give us some feedback? Right? Mm-hmm. Which I already like. Because the internet is a cruel, harsh place. And if you're already like opening yourself up to that type of brutality, you either, you either have very thick skin, which means you're going to make it in this business, which he probably has that, but also that means that you know you've got a pretty solid product that can withstand the harshness of social media. And I believe they have that. I like this movie. So, they sent me a link, and I thought we could watch it together, but I don't know these guys. I don't know what kind of movie this is. Weird fiction, what does that mean? So, like, late one night, I was like, I'm going to watch like the first like 20 minutes and get a feel for if this is appropriate for Katie Bud. Because as I've talked before, we rarely go blind into a movie. Except for, like, like A Quiet Place... Because we knew that's going to be okay. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, they, you know, they're fine. Uh, James Wan movies, we just go see, right? I don't have to screen mm-hmm. those for you. We, we know what we're in for. But I don't know these guys. Uh, so late one night, I was like, I'll watch like the first 20 minutes. I ended up watching the whole thing. All like hour and a half of it. Because it was so good. And then the next day, a couple days later. I don't know. I don't know when you watched it. Yeah, I guess that's true. You don't know when I watched it. And I was like, all right, got to watch this again. So I've seen it twice here, almost back-to-back. It's good. And you've seen it once. It's good. Yeah, you liked it. Colby liked it a lot, too. He's not sitting in on this. I think he's in his room. Oh, he just said it's good, if you couldn't hear. Um, he liked it He liked it quite a bit. Tell us a little bit about what the movie is. This 
thingy, like kind of elfy duty. He's the collector in the credits. The director plays him. He's the collector. He's kind of like a crypt keeper. Have you ever seen any tales from the crypt, Kate? You never seen. You haven't seen any creep show either. Um. Yeah. So you're kind of missing out on that. So like, tell us from the like elfy thing. He's like an elfy thing. Well, yeah, he's not like. He's sort of monstrous looking, like creepy eyes and like long fingernails. He's a crypt keeper, basically. Does he have pointy ears? He might. Um, and he tells it's an anthology. It's got four short stories, and the collector gives us a little bit of setup for each one. All right, so uh, walk us through a little bit. Just give us a brief overview of the four films. Mm. It's a lot of dead air. A lot of oh boy, this is riveting I don't podcast. Know which, I don't know if I'm supposed to do more of one or the other. Good God, I don't know. Just talk about okay. So the first one is uh, goodbye, Daddy. Good night. Good night, Daddy. You're right. It is good night, Daddy. See what would I do without you? Mm-hmm. And that is more of like a traditional slasher. Yeah. Two kids find this weird girl Eat in the middle of the road. Zach. Really, you know that? Man, how do you remember that? That's crazy. Yeah, so one kid, these are a couple like high school kids, a couple of nerds. One kid's got a crush on this weird girl. Ethan's good. Yeah. That's nice. They're going to a party one night and they see her in the middle of the road. At the same time, there's also been a bunch of disappearances in the town. Her name's either Jamie or Katie. I believe her name is Katie. That sounds familiar. I am pretty weird. You are pretty weird. Delightfully weird. Adorably weird, one might say. And how is she wrapped up? In these killings, the killer well, well, I wasn't going to give anything away, but but it is it is good. Was it Good Night, Daddy? That was called. It is called Good Night, Daddy. And Kate also gave it away. So take take those clues. Or, no, it's it's fine. I don't even know where anybody would find this movie. YouTube. Well, we watched it on YouTube, but I don't know if they sent me like a private link because I tried to just search weird fiction. Uh, Fame Cinema is like their, their production company. I even went to the director, the writer-director is Jacob Perrette. I think I'm pronouncing that right. And he has a YouTube channel called uh, Speaks Jacob or Jacob Speaks. And he has some short films. Um, and it wasn't on there. Weird Fiction wasn't anywhere on there. So what we watched was the link that Taylor sent me. So I don't know. I don't. I know they're trying to enter it into some, like, some film festivals. I really liked it, and I just want to help spread the I word of it. some talented filmmakers. So, yeah, so even if you can't find yet, even if you can't find Weird Fiction, you could go to uh, the director's YouTube channel, and you can see some other work that he's done, and he's, he's got a ton of stuff on there. This guy's been piddling around with the camera for years, it looks like, and they are young. I cannot tell their age, but these guys, if they're early 20s, the older you get, the younger everybody looks. So I don't know. They could be. They, They're so old. I they could they be like think yeah. I'm to you, they all look like adults. <laughs> Probably it's like when like the younger you are, the older everybody looks, and then when you get like older, everybody looks younger. And it's very hard for me to tell people. I mean these these folks could be a very healthy twenty seven. They could be eighteen, and I I don't know. It looks like they still have like curfews. Kind of remind me of Elvis because you've got the side parts. Who, me? And, yeah, and then you've got the hair that goes, ooh, yay. Okay. It's like the uh, I kind of look like Elvis today. I parted my hair on the, the opposite side that I normally do to give it just a little bit of lift. I like to 
I like to change it up every once in a while just because I get bored. So I'll, I'll, I'll move the part over, and then it gives my hair natural height. And he's got like. And I'm in Texas, so that's the thing. Covered, and then his hair goes whoop. We should have saved that for the beard brand segment yeah. of the show because I used <laughs> I used Tree Ranger styling balm. Anyways, back to the show. So we've got okay. So it's a mix. So we've got kind of like the the maniac serial killer segment. We have alien. Yeah, the the last one is cosmic terror, and that's terror. like an alien lands in some kids' backyards. What's the second? Oh, the second one. That was my favorite one. Talk about that one later. The There's second. The babysitter. Night of the babysitter. That was my favorite. Oh, that was your favorite? Hey, Colby, was that one your favorite? What? Night of the Babysitter. The one where there's like the 15-year-old that acts like a baby. And he's got like the pajamas, the onesie. Uh, Hold on. That was his favorite? That was all of our favorite. That was the house's favorite. It was funny. Yeah, it was the funniest one. Yeah, that's what Colby said. It was funny. It's like a 15-year-old just dressing up as like a 6-year-old. He was so so funny. Um, I want to spend some time talking about that one. Um, So we have Night of the Babysitter, which is like... Which is like a comedy, like fighting a monster under the bed. The babysitter and the kitty's babysitting fighting a monster under the bed. And then the Incubus is probably the most stylized of all three of them. It's not meant to be... It's not funny. It's more It's more serious. It's probably the most serious one. That's the one where the actor has these dreams where he's getting bit by somebody. And then he wakes up and he's kind of like... He's kind of like turning into a... It's kind of like a once-bitten... Kind of vibe, which you've never seen, but people out there listening will probably know what I'm talking about. I, I, my least favorite one was probably the alien one. Cosmic Terror? Yeah, Cosmic, so Cosmic Terror is like the alien one. That was my least favorite until I saw it a second time, and I liked it. I got it. I was talking to your mom. We went out and had like a date night last night. We went and had dinner, and we were talking about the movie, and I was like, I got it the second time, and I didn't get it the first time. I got it the first time. You got it the first time? Well, you don't know what I didn't get. I got the whole thing. You got the whole thing? What, well, wait, what did you, why was it your least favorite? Um, it didn't, like. Talking to the mic. It didn't, like, have that much action. It's kind of like this girl just staying home with an alien. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty low-key, pretty low-key. He's, like, didn't, he's not, like, secretly, like, kill, like, he doesn't secretly, like, kill everybody. He just sits around and watches TV. Yeah, so it's like these two high school, these two sisters, they're both in high school, like a couple years apart. April and some Wow, that's so pretty good. Mom's out of town. Kim. They're ho- Kim? They're home alone. Kim. Alien lands in their backyard, and the younger of the two sisters sort of like takes him in and April. cares for him. Yeah. And the other one does. And, and it's kind of like, she's trying to hide him and shelter him. She's like, you need to get out of here because humans are going to hurt you if they find you. He seems sweet, but looks to me deceiving. It's kind of like the the idea of, of cosmic terror. I thought it was the weakest one. I guess we all kind of agree that that was the weakest. And not even that it's bad. It's not even saying that it's bad. It was just the weakest of the four. And I think if there's one thing I would I would critique the movie on is that you want to start strong, you want to finish strong. So your your weaker ones you kind of stick in the middle. What are you gonna say? Fourth least favorites the um. Alien one, mm-hmm. then the vampire one, mm-hmm. and then the goodnight daddy one, and then the babysitter. None of the babysitters. Yeah, I think they should have started with goodnight babysitter because that was the strongest Good one. Goodnight babysitter. Night of the babysitter. 
I'm getting them all confused. Because it's all acted by the same people. Okay, so we haven't really described what this movie is. So it's an anthology horror movie, but it's not really scary. It's more fun. There's there's definitely more humor than there there is terror, and that's not a bad thing. Because it's definitely atmospheric. It's going for like an 80s um, direct-to-video kind of vibe. Like the, when the Fame Cinema logo comes on, it's a little wobbly and the, mm-hmm. the sound kind of warps. It doesn't overdo it, though. There's a lot of big-budget Hollywood movies that really overdoes that. Uh, the first Cloverfield uh, comes to mind with all the constant back and forth that digital cameras uh, don't do that. And this doesn't. It's very subtle on it, but it but it does just enough to provide the right atmosphere if you're watching like an 80s, uh, what Joe Bob Briggs would call a drive-in movie. What he would lovingly refer to as a drive-in movie. And this is a drive-in movie. They've successfully recreated that. And I don't think anybody in this movie was born before 90. The the oldest person working on this movie maybe was born nineteen ninety, and they have and I was in the eighties. They have very successfully done an eighties homage movie. So so it has sort of that campiness. The score is like a synth kind of mix. It's got kind of new agey kind of space stuff for the horror one or for the uh, for the alien movie. Um, it's got the great. It's got a great soundtrack. So it really has that vibe, and you don't really know that because you haven't seen those movies yet. Those kind of 80s, because they're a little too mature for you. Those sort of 80s horror slasher movies. But they look a lot like this movie. They look a lot like weird fiction. You're eating your hair? Yeah, it actually got in my mouth. I was like... Oh, I, I guess it didn't taste good? What am I... T- what, your look I, on your face? Hairy. Hairy? <laughs> it tasted hairy? <laughs> I imagine. Hairy. I imagine it would taste hairy. So that's the aesthetics of this movie. So it's like it's like watching like an 80s, uh, like a campy like 80s drive-in movie. And it's very successfully done, but the order of them could have been structured a little bit better. The the funnier one of of all of them should have been first, and then you could have done uh, Good Night Daddy, and then I think Cosmic Terror, and then ended it with the Incubus because I think that's the that one is the best made. Like on its own, that could stand as like a short film because it, it's very it's very stylized. It kind of has sort of like a new wave. Kind of style to it, and you don't understand what I'm, I'm talking no. about. That's Sorry, okay. I'm a little over your head on these, but hopefully people out there might might understand what I'm talking about. I just sit back and relax. Just sit back and relax. Just let me take over this whole show. Yeah, but that that's the order. That that's the biggest complaint that I well, some of the acting's a little wonky because eh. it's a student film, so you're just working with what you got. And so if somebody says, hey, I'll play this role, then you say, okay, fine. can you read, do you know how to read? Can you, you know, hit your mark? Okay, you're in. And so some of the some of the reading's not not great, but I'd, I'd challenge anybody out there to reference some, like, big budget, you know, some, some bigger name movies and not have, that doesn't have some weak, some weak moments in them as well. I don't think this is guilty of anything more than the bigger, the bigger budgeted films have. And they don't have the excuse. They've got, you know, a million bucks or more to make them eight million dollars to make a movie, and they've got Hollywood, and they've got, you know, people that have finished school for these. I think I think one of the guys like manages them as a, like works in a movie theater. The other one's going to college right now. So I mean, this is as bare bones as it gets, and what they produce is so good and so enjoyable. <laughs> Even if they were like professionals, adults out there in the market, I think this would be a great movie. And the fact that they're still just kind of like kids. Um, I think it's phenomenal work. They have a very bright future ahead of them. And when it was over, 
the credits started rolling. You pop, you were laying on the couch. You popped your head up and you go, it's good. And we don't always say that, do we? Yeah. What did we just watch recently that we were like, ugh. Was it Insidious 2? That it was like, oh, that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, and uh, Cloverfield Paradox. And we're just like, ugh. And those movies have Children like... Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. And those have... Those have like well like like well known actors and like millions of dollars in in uh, effects and stuff. I was forcing my ass. I had to do this one time. I fell asleep. I fell asleep during Children in the Corn. I had to do that. I used to love that movie as a kid. I'd like stretch my eyes out. Like she looks like a clockwork orange. Like her eyes are all pulled open. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened with Children in the Corn. That's a weird one because I used to love that movie. But there's been a lot of recent movies that have gotten a lot of hype that have been big failures. And so I, I know, so when you're watching something like Weird Fiction, you're like, well, what's their excuse? If they were able to pull it off with nothing, I'm sure probably the, the places they filmed were probably like people's houses, like friends' houses. And it's like, well, what was, what's like J.J. Abrams' excuse for like Cloverfield Paradox? I don't know. It, it makes me, it makes me angry at the bigger budget movies that are bad. You, you don't have any of the feels? No. No. That's good. Let it go. Don't be like me. I'm drinking some water. Makes me cynical. <sighs> you know what doesn't make me cynical though? Commercial breaks. <sighs> you want to go to commercial? <sighs> commercial. <sighs> <sighs> All right. It's commercial break. Blueberry. Blueberry. Kate's awesome. taking over. This is her show now. She's awesome. You can get one month free of. Podcasting. Go, mm. Katie Crip. Uh, type type in the promo code Crip. Yes. And you'll get a free month of blueberry yes. service. That's a good deal. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because I'm twenty. I'm paying twenty bucks a month <laughs> for it, and uh, you can get a month for free. And we do thousands of podcasts every month. Thousands. Thousands. Well, I think we're only on like episode forty-five, forty-six. Jeez, we've watched. A we have watched a lot. Yeah, we've done a lot. And Blueberry's helped us get to you. So thank you, Blueberry. You guys can't go wrong with our Hello. service. Wow, who's our other delightful sponsor? Beard Brand! Oh, beard Brand. We love Beard Brand. I love Beard Brand. I don't know what I would do without Beard Brand. I don't know either. I smell good. You smell good. I smell good. Colby smells good. He came, he uh, he got ready for church. He looked great. His hair was in place. We didn't even have to say anything. And uh, I just kind of like bent down to like kiss him on his head. And I go, oh, you smell good. I said, do you use the spice citrus? Because it's the only one that's downstairs. He combs his hair downstairs. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. I was like, well, no wonder your hair is all flat, laid down, laid down properly. It's kind of sad, though. Because my friend Maria said she really liked it, but then she came back to school and she said, oh no, my mom wouldn't let me order it. And she started kind of like, she had tears in her eyes. She was like, no! It's it's a pretty, it's a bit of investment for a child. I, I could see the, the mom being like, I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to pay uh, high quality skin and hair care for a third grader. I, I get it. But fortunately, she was like, "I need the smell from sweet, sweet beard brand." <laughs> well, she does. She's right. She She's does. right. Well, fortunately, you are able to get it, um, and it's it's just a great product. It's it's worth every penny. The scents are amazing, and they last all day. They the scents do not go away; they stick around because it is a high quality product. So, go to beardbrand.com, 
buy anything, anything from them, and you won't regret it. So there you go. Uh, stuff with us. I am about a day away from starting a Patreon account for Katie from the Crypt. I just need to. We just need to shoot like a little video and a couple of pictures to put on the Patreon page. Yes. We're gonna have a couple uh, tiers. Uh, okay. We're gonna have. We got three tiers going right now. Tiers. Uh, like payments. So like. No. Like like a buck He's a month. Crying. A buck a month. Uh, three bucks a month, five bucks a month, and there's some stuff that comes with it. Stop doing it. And we'll have some more tiers opened up if I can get a camera to work. We might do some live movie watching or some live podcasting that people can watch, like on Twitch or something. So we're opening up some new things. We need a little bit of cash pay for all this. Um, so look to that here this week. We'll get a Patreon going. Katie from the Crypt. Thank you in advance. Everybody, you're wonderful. Um, Kate's going to send, we're going to send Kate, uh, we'll send the headshot. Yes. Uh, for uh, like a horror movie Kate wants to try movie. out for. Yeah, here uh, here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's like a student film. But right now we're on a roll with student films. Student films are killing it. So Kate, they're looking for kids. Kate wants to be a part of that. So we're going to take a headshot and uh, email that to them. We'll let you all know how that goes. It's some fun. Some fun. Mm-hmm. Just say you tried. And you never know. You never know. You might be the next Scream Queen. It's about this 12-year-old boy who wants to start his own... Religion. Yeah, it's like a cult. It's like, yeah, a cult with, like, kids or something. Kind of weird. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun, so we'll keep you all abreast of that. So... Devin? Yeah, yeah, the role is for a girl named Devin. A, young, a child named Devin. So, I guess that's it. Yep. We're gonna get back to the movie? Yeah. I can't wait, because I love talking about this movie. It's a great movie. Alright, onward to the movie! Ooh. Okay. All right. Usually, this is the part of the show where we do like like favorite things and least favorite things. But we already told you our. We already things. we actually already kind of did that. Least favorite thing was the order could have been a little bit a little bit better. My favorite my favorite thing though, um, aside from my favorite my favorite skit skit was SNL. No, it's way better than SNL. My favorite story was Night of the Babysitter, but. When I instantly knew, like, this movie has got quality was in the, the, the soundtrack and the lighting effects. I loved the lighting. It had, like, that, like, you know, again, you know, creep show. It had, like, a creep show vibe, like, like blues and purples throughout the house. You know, they're, they're going through the house and there's a monster, so, like, the walls are lit up with blues and purples. And it's just, it's not, it's not realistic, it's fantasy. Um, and it's fun. And I think we forget the monster, about that. Jeez, his arms are hairy. No, uh, in uh, Night of the Babysitter, that's all you ever see too. And he's like on all fours. He creeps around on all fours. Yeah, like you see sheet over him. Yeah, you see like an arm kind of. Oh God, one of my favorite. And Colby noticed this. We're gonna go back to Night of the Babysitter because it's it's the best one. So the kid that is being babysit, he he's like he's a weirdo. Everybody and knows then this kid. Gabe. Gabe. Yeah, that's right. Gabe. He's a weirdo. He's got this ventriloquist doll that like kind of does the talking for him Charlie sometimes. McCarthy. What? <laughs> really? You know that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he has like this ventriloquist doll. It kind of looks like Slappy, you know, something from Goosebumps. Yeah, shout out to Goose Chumps. And he, at one point, they finally like the the babysitter doesn't believe him until like a hand tries to grab him. And and the Eventually kid, it touches him. Yeah, and he and he like screams. He's like ah. He's like, ah! And Gabe pulls him out of the room, and he's in like a snowman, 
onesie pajama yeah. with like snowman like, on and a hood. And the babysitter's like, you're a 15 year old. You're, you're 15. Like, so what? <laughs> but he's got like like gear like strapped to him. Yeah, and he has like, like the, grenades. And he, he yeah, has he's got like, war paint on his face. <laughs> like where did he have the time? But what? Uh, which he looks ridiculous because he's he's kind of. You know, he's kind of on the, the heftier side, so he's got, like, all his stuff and this, this type of pajamas. It's really funny. It's really good. Um, but what was even funnier... Well, he, they find a onesie that big. Well, your mom's your mom's an adult. She's got all those onesies. Oh, you yeah, I Target. her you, owl one. Yeah, you go to Target, you'll find those. Um, but Colby noticed that he's got, like, a backpack that you carry, like, a baby or something, like a hiking backpack. <laughs> And, and the and the ventura, dummy the dummy's in it, but the dummy has like a headband like Rambo. He tied mm-hmm. he tied a, a blue uh, bandana around his head, and Colby Colby started laughing. He's like, "Oh, the dummy's got a bandana around." I thought that was hilarious detail. I laughed. I laughed. I don't laugh very often. I may seem happy on the show, but I am faking it. I am. You gotta work for my laughter because I'm I'm a bit of a cynic. I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. And uh, this movie, this movie made me laugh. It it has some great moments in it. Mm-hmm. I have to be mature when I'm around <laughs> Juliana at school. Yeah, why is that? I can't laugh because she gives me dirty looks. She goes, "No, no, 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 no." All right, I'm nipping that in the bud right now because I have asked you in the past. Unrelated to this, first I'm hearing about it. Never stop being funny because you are funny. And yeah, that's why I try to get as far away as possible. And then I talk to my friends and they start laughing, and I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, well, you have to be smart to be funny. Um, there are there is stupid humor, but even those guys, like your Larry Cable guys, those are smart guys because they're putting on an act. Like you have to be smart to be funny, and people that aren't funny are stupid. I'm gonna say that right now. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're not funny and you don't have a sense of humor. It's probably just because you're just kind of dumb. I, I don't have any other way to explain it. I'm not gonna apologize for it. Um, well, Kate, she always goes like this. Kate, you're very smart. Uh, Juliana's dumb, and I don't want her dumbness. Rubbing off on you. Don't feel ashamed being funny. Okay? And don't let her negativity affect you. Because when you make jokes and everybody laughs, you make everybody's day better. I'm right? scared you're going to go to jail for this saying that everybody's dumb. No, no people who... I, I don't... People who are... They're like, I don't get it. That's, what's that mean? It's just like, you're, you're dumb. I can't, I can't talk to you. There's nothing here. And, and those type of people, I, I really feel strongly like that. I mean, you don't have to be like Einstein. Einstein probably wasn't. Well, Einstein might have been funny. I don't know. I don't know. His picture. Yeah, he's got that funny picture. Yeah, Einstein was funny. So he just proves my he point. He never wore socks. He never wore socks. Neither does Kobe. Maybe Kobe will grow up to be a genius. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, so yeah, don't. You be funny. You be funny. Don't let her get in the way of that. What is this thing that like women aren't allowed to be funny? In society, it seems like with girls, girls are silly, girls make jokes, and they have a good time, and then like when they start hitting like puberty, like getting into tweens, it's like they have to stop. Because they think, oh my god, I have pimples! <laughs> Is that why they quit joking? Because guys have pimples, they're funny, guys guys are still silly, and make jokes, and then the women just walk around with their yeah, arms that, crossed. Yeah, that's all, all over him. I always thought those were pimples. I don't, I don't understand, uh... I understand why it happens to to girls when they start becoming women when they feel like they have to stop being funny. Uh, it's not a guy demanding thing. Like we we like funny women. It's women doing it to themselves, and I'm here to stop that. I've at least stop that for you. That whatever that is with society, that does not affect you. You keep being funny, and that other girl can piss off. 
I said I know it's the family show, but that really makes me mad. I'm small. Yeah, but you've heard a lot worse. I know what you're yeah, Call of yeah. Duty. Yeah, you've heard Shoot. a lot worse than me playing Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, you so we know. we got to wrap this show up. There, there's our moral lesson of the day. Let your never let your girls be funny. And let your girls be funny. I wrote a blog about that at Totally the Mom. And never listen to Daddy play Call of Duty. Never let, yeah. Not if you have sensitive ears. I think it was called Let Your Daughter Be Funny. I think that was the name of the, the blog that what I wrote. What a name. That's true. Your daughter your daughter has every right to, to crack a joke. Uh, so this movie's great. It is for the It's good for the family. Um, it's got a few sprinkled curse words. Mm-hmm. Not, not... Uh, there's there's a lot more They're in other movies reviewed. The first one. The first one's the yeah. Uh, Good night, daddy. Is it has got the most, and maybe it's got like five. You have you just have to think of what like what do I say to my daughter whenever she goes to sleep the night, and then you have to go. What does my daughter call me, daddy? <laughs> okay. Okay. If you forget it. If you forget, it, yeah. Um, so that's about it. Like the viol- There's not. There's not like a, the violence kind of is off camera. Um, There's not really a lot of violence. The violence really. kills Ethan because he just buries him. Yeah, and like it cuts away and stuff. So it's actually it's actually a pretty a pretty clean, well made horror Ethan movie. Ethan didn't even try to stand up. There was just dirt on him, and he's like, "Oh, stop!" You're, well, yeah, okay. Well, she's talking about the end of Goodnight Daddy, and I don't I don't like that that ending. I, no. I don't I don't like that. If it had just ended where it ended. The movie, it would have been fine. He's in a hole and the killer's trying to bury him and he just lays down and he's not getting up and there's there's like little jib, there's like little tiblets. Well, and I don't, I don't understand how the killer was still, it's a month later, how's the killer still alive? I thought we, I thought we stabbed a knife through his eye and. He's still, we're, we're, like we're just giving away spoilers cross. left and right. Yeah, I didn't really care if, if it just ended where it ended, it would have been fine, but they, they made it go about three minutes too long. Um, these are, these are nitpicky things though. They're easy to put spot because the rest of it is so good that like the couple of things that we didn't care for just stood out because it was the only thing. That How we didn't did care for. Ethan die in the dirt? Well, I think he used the shovel to like maybe it cut off his head or stab him with the shovel. Shovel down there is pretty sharp. You can kill somebody stab him with the shovel. He didn't. Well, then he buried him. He buried him all. If that didn't kill him, he buried him alive and he suffocated to death. Either way, the kid's dead. Yeah. Hmm. Food for thought, folks. I don't know. So that's it for today. Um, check out. I think check out the YouTube channel. Um, speaks. I should look it up. Speaks Joseph or Joseph speaks. Uh, you can check out more stuff there. Jacob. Speaks. Jacob. God, thank you. I'm sorry, guys. Jacob speaks or You're speaks lucky. speaks okay. Jacob. It's one or the other. Obviously, I'm terrible with names. I'm great with them. And she's great with them. Uh, do we have any idea what we're going to talk about next week? You know what we should do? If it's out, I don't know when it's coming out, but we should do Cargo. Because we didn't talk about Cargo, the short. So we should watch Cargo when it's on but Netflix. But Cargo isn't out? We need a backup. Oh, we'll find something. We still got a ton of movies just laying around the house. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something. So so we'll probably do Cargo. We'll talk about the, the, the feature film and the short and compare the two. Or And if no, not, we'll do... Called? I'm still trying to get her to do Lost Boys. Everybody out there, make her convince her. Lost Boys, go to our Reddit. What's it called? Another, another uh, Katie Crypt on Twitter, our Facebook page, which is pretty much dead because Facebook's a joke. I don't really hit it up. I don't update Facebook. Freddy, what's his name? Freddy Krueger. Yes. Make her, make her do Lost Boys. No. I've been wanting to do no! Lost Boys since we started this podcast. No. It's been like a year. No. <sighs> Whatever. All right, everyone. Until next week. What do we say? Stay scary. Stay scary. Stay scary.
Thank you.